This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast number 18, Actors and Lovers. Shall we think about our lovers for a bit? Here is communication in a nutshell. It's all you really need to know. There's what we think. There's what we say. There's what they hear. And there's what they think. That is every relationship, every lover to lover, and even every person to any other person. And yes, we can substitute do or don't do for say. So it can be there's what we think, there's what we do or don't do, there's what they hear, there's what they think. And can you see already where the problems arise? In one or more of these four elements, when there's a problem, when you are displeased or frustrated, just start there. Now I want you to listen very carefully to the next sentence. This will free you up from almost every difficulty with your lover. Don't think you can change anyone but yourself. It's that simple. Don't think, don't expect that you can change anyone but yourself. You know, expectations, those especially the unspoken kind, the please just read my mind kind. (laughs) If you don't literally put words to it, whether written or spoken, we cannot continue to expect that they will know what we are thinking and feeling. I know they should. I know they should read our minds. I know we've been pretty clear. I know we have a shared history. I know they should get it they don't. Sometimes they do, but you can never rely on it. So for the purposes of this podcast, I want us to think about the two varieties of lovers. And there are many categories, but for us today, there are the ones who are in the business with us and the ones who aren't. The ones who work in our field, acting in that world somehow, and the ones who don't. And to keep it simple for now, I want to frame this as one-to-one relationships. No judgment if you have one-to-two or unlimited. But for framing out how to coach yourself in your relationship with your lover, this will simplify things a bit. So lovers, those, those humans with whom we have strong affection, lust, love for, and a physical as well as emotional relationship. I think about you today. Are you in a relationship Do you have a lover? Is it at that level? If so, how long and strong do you believe the relationship to be? Do you feel this is a long-term or committed relationship? A temporary, a fun while it lasts? Is it a showmance? If you're not currently in a relationship, think back to your most recent compelling relationship, the one for you whose ending mattered whether it was you or them who ended things. How long and strong was this for you? 
Sometimes this can be the key to going forward in a healthy way, not living in the past, but freeing up from it. Now we have to take care not to open, to use the cliche, but pretty much true. We have to take care not to open old baggage into a new relationship. Now let's face it, we bring the baggage, but we don't have to unpack it. We can put it in the back of that dusty closet as a memory, which has served us. A photo album has taught us about what we like, don't like, sex we prefer, what we don't prefer, what we don't find alluring, what turns us on. That relationship, all of those in that baggage has taught us how to argue, how to compromise, where the soft and vulnerable spots are for us. Let's take a moment to be grateful to this person or these persons and to all the others who brought you to you today. We learn something from everyone, from the first to the worst. Maybe they were the same. Now, if you were in a relationship with an actor, director, designer, producer, writer, technician, etc., anyone in the business, you may have thoughts about where they are in their career and how it compares to yours. Please don't. It is never useful. Now, you can't help if the thoughts come up, but please don't dwell there. Don't spin there. Far more powerful and useful is to decide, how do I want to feel about their work, their career choices? Compassionate? Excited? Motivated? Supportive? Now, you're probably not going to pick critical, frightened, disappointed, frustrated, underwhelmed. You're probably not going to pick that. And yet, ask yourself, do you feel that way sometimes about their career, about their choices? You're in the same business. You must have some thoughts about their work. Maybe they could have helped you more. Maybe they could have done this or done that. We have the thoughts. And if, if you cannot summon up a good feeling, feeling, try curious. Curious about what you think about their work and career and how it affects you and how you want to feel about their thoughts about yours. That they're going to have thoughts about your career, for sure. And does your partner, your lover, express thoughts to you about your work? Do you welcome them? Are they your trusted eye and ears? Do, do you value their opinion? If you don't want their opinion, that's valid, but they need to know. Or since we really can only control ourselves, what do you want to think when they express something about your work? Possible thoughts could be, they believe this will help me. I can hear this and let it go. What is true here? How can I use what they said? Do I want to continue this conversation or just say, I'll think about it or even thank you? If this is a pattern in your relationship, please open up a dialogue with your lover about what these discussions about work process and work product could look like. If it's not working for you now. Now, actors, we come home from auditions or these days close the laptop from auditions and feel hopeful, or frustrated, or tired, or justified, or overlooked, 
disrespected, all the things. And then sometimes we expect our lover to make up for all that feeling we are bringing on ourselves by saying or doing the perfect thing we need them to do or say. Friends, this is doomed to disappoint us. Repeat with me. The only one we can control is us. Don't look to your partner to fix anything. That's not their job. We need to get strong, and we need to coach ourselves. They can offer sympathy if they choose to, be our cheerleader if they choose to. They can offer understanding and patience. We can only control us. Just something to notice. What am I expecting my partner to do, to make up for, to offer to me that I could offer myself? What if you're working with some sexy, attractive people? What if they are? If you're in a committed relationship, a monogamous relationship, this requires some tending. We will constantly be working with different, talented, sexy people, some of whom will find us to be that. And temptation is everywhere. Let's be real. It's everywhere. Actors are not alone in this, for sure. But not everyone goes to work with structured permission to touch others, sometimes with intense intimacy. Sometimes we have to develop trust and be very, very vulnerable with our fellow actors and directors, and that can feel in our bodies like a spark, like the kindling to romance. Now, we decide what we do with that feeling. We can channel it into the work. We can act on it. We can feel it but avoid it. We can address it and move on. And then we get home from the sexy scene or the mild or wild flirtations or the riotous applause or the drink at the corner bar filled with stories of the show. And we expect our partner to match that somehow, to find us as funny, vibrant, sexy, interesting, enchanting as others do or seem to. Again, likely doomed to disappoint us. Sometimes we carry that heightened sense of regard home, ready to share it with our partner, and they did not have that kind of day. Maybe one of you is in production and the other is in the ready lane. Maybe one is in a job they love and one is undervalued by their producer. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Just be on to yourself. Take what fuels you from work, but don't expect your lover to match that. Meet them where they are. Can Just consider that approach at least. Now things can be sticky if both of you are seeking work at the same time, but this can also be a beautiful opportunity to build strengths between you. So when you are in jobs, locations, hours that separate you more, you have that flexible core of belief in each other. Now let's look at the other side. If your lover is not in the business, then actually, where the heck did you meet them? (laughs) I'm just curious. So if you've been together for a minute, they likely understand the ebb and flow, the rhythm of your work. And perhaps you benefit from a feeling of security or the variety of something else to talk about besides the industry or your current or future show. Perhaps you are juggling the issues of working at night 
with them working all day and you have different sleep patterns when you get home, been there, or they could feel threatened perhaps when they think about your intimacy with fellow actors or the hours together in dark theater or on set. Perhaps they don't want to hear continually about your day, about your work. Think about do you tend their garden as you want yours tended? Whether that's physically, whether that's supporting you in your work. Our jobs as actors, our jobs are to communicate, to communicate. That's not everyone's gift. So if you're in love, if you have a lover who is not in this field, be careful what you expect of them in terms of communication. Now take a moment to think about what is working. Then we remember, we remember our one thing, we cannot change adults. We can request, we can set boundaries, we can express how we feel, we can listen to them, we cannot change other people. There's what we think, there's what we say, there's what they hear, there's what they think. That is every relationship, every lover to lover, and even every person to every other person. So when you have an issue with your lover, coach yourself through these four possibilities. One, is the problem what I'm thinking? Two, what did I say to them when I was thinking that? Three, What was their interpretation? What did they hear? Or four, what did they think? What did they think about what they heard that I thought I said? Now, we cannot read their mind, but we can control, number two, pretty well, what I said to them. Unless we're really riled up, that's my southern peeking out. We get riled up, we may not know what we said. But we cannot, of course, control our thoughts. We are not our worst thoughts. We are not our best ones. The thoughts come and go, right? We cannot control them. We can only filter them. However, we do have autonomy over our spoken and written words to our lovers and our actions. So then we can ask them, what did you hear? And what did you make that mean? Or we can make an educated guess about what they thought based upon their actions coming back our way. We know we cannot change other adults. We can only change ourselves. I know this seems repetitive, but I really want you to take this to heart. It will free you up so much from expecting other people to provide your joy, to provide your security, to make you feel well. We can change our thoughts about them. We can change our thoughts about us. Lovers are an opportunity to love. It's that simple. Our lovers are our opportunity to love. They are not a human to mold, to solve our needs, 
and address our insecurities. Of course, we want physical intimacy, to be turned on physically and mentally, to feel a part of a team. We are pleasure-seeking missiles. We want to belong. This is primitive and totally available. But what if we drop the expectations and just love them? This takes some work. But just think about it. Our lovers are for loving, not for being perfect. This is just a start, of course. Relationships are complicated and messy and magnificent. But almost everyone with problems comes down to the communication. Start with you. Think, how am I thinking about my partner? What am I expecting? What do I think I need from them? But almost everyone with problems, it comes down to communication. Start with you. Think, how am I thinking about my partner? What am I expecting? What do I think I need from them? Attraction is a funny beast. We can't always get it to work the way we want to. Have you ever been attracted to someone you really don't like? (laughs) That's a fun one. Don't like them that you feel that chemistry. We are animals with primitive instincts. We know this. Don't be surprised if you feel animal things. It's all right. Nothing has gone wrong. Just know, if you want to improve your relationship with your lover, it's on you. And you know I say this with love. All right, let's talk soon.